their words are their responsibility. What you think, that's on you. This is Wake Up in Missouri. This is Stephanie Bell. I am joined by Mike Murphy. Good morning. Brian Houseworth is here. Good to see you. And producer Hannah and Brian Hola. is keeping an eye on the weather for us. We are not out of the woods yet, but it's pretty mild so far. Yeah, it really has. I've got an updated map, kws.com, 93nowtheeagle.com, and I want people to at least take a look at this map. And my concern, Stephanie, is this, that, uh, you know, the National Weather Service, Melissa Bird explained this very well in the sound bites. You can play them on, and I've used them on the newscasts on both stations. But this, basically, this narrow band that could have one to two inches of snow, that's a concern. The problem is they don't know where that's going to be, and no one knows where it's going to be. But it could be in Columbia. It could be down on the I-44 corridor. So be prepared for that. The other problem we're going to have, as Jessica Hafner at Channel 17 pointed out, is this wraparound system. This stuff people are thinking is going to move off to the east, but it's wrapping around across northeast Missouri, going to come back and have snow showers. So we are, and the temperature is going to plummet tonight. And that could be problematic because I do have a feeling if we're not going to be freezing, we'll be very, very close. So just be careful on the roads. I think during the morning hours right now, we're going to be okay. Afternoon, evening, we should, we at least need to be a little bit uh, cautious. Yep. Uh, give yourself some extra time and stay weather aware. Of course, you can visit our website for the latest updates. Um, but now we would like to welcome in Jesus Osete. Now, we heard last week that Judge Kevin Crane in Boone County was going to be retiring. He has been on the bench for a long time, was a really respected judge. And officially, Jesus has announced his candidacy for the 13th Judicial Circuit Division Three. Welcome in, Jesus. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Brian and Hannah and everyone else. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Yeah, well, for folks who are, uh, you know, you and I have served for a while together on the Federal Society Board, so I am familiar with your background. But for folks who uh, might not know your story, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you. Well, uh, first, I would encourage anybody who uh, wants to read about any of the cases I've handled to definitely read the coverage that Brian Houseworth has so excellently provided for the last a few years in some pretty big cases here in Missouri. Uh, but on a personal note, uh, no, I, I, you know, my name is Jesus. Uh, you can call me Jesus. Uh, I'm a first generation American. I'm the grandson of a mechanic. Uh, I'm a in private practice right now at a big law firm, one of the oldest uh, law firms here uh, west of the Mississippi and here in Missouri. Uh, I used to be the uh, deputy attorney general for Missouri under uh, uh, now U.S. Senator, former Attorney General Eric Schmidt. I was general counsel to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Um, I used to work in the U.S. Senate for uh, Senator John McCain, the late Senator John McCain. Um, I uh, also completed clerkships uh, on the Missouri Supreme Court on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit. That's uh, the level right below the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, my wife and I live here in uh, in Boone County, uh, here in Mid-Missouri. Uh, we've fallen in love with uh, Mid-Missouri for a long time. We actually had our second date at a Mizzou Mizzou football game. Our second day was in a Mizzou football game, and it was kind of funny how we made it back over here, and uh, now we're raising our, our children here. We have a three-year-old, a almost two-year-old, and we'll have our third here in March, uh, so we're pretty pretty excited about that, uh, and they love uh, love Mid-Missouri as much as we do, uh, and you know, we're 
we saw that Judge Crane was was stepping down, and obviously, I do want to make just a few remarks and just say that uh, you know Judge Crane has served our community with distinction for over thirty years. Uh, there are big shoes to fill. Uh, his devotion to the administration of justice and the rule of law is the kind that I intend to bring to the bench for many years to come. But I do want to at least highlight. Uh, just what a tremendous loss that is because he has been such a figure in our community and somebody that uh, we should be very grateful for his service for a long time. Well, Counselor, I appreciate you joining us. It's always a pleasure to have uh, have you on the program. And I do remember uh, a number of times, as you mentioned, uh, being in at the Cole County Courthouse in various cases because of the it's the seat of state government. It would go over to Judge Beatham or Judge Green, and I'd uh, I'd see you and uh, D. John Sauer there quite a bit. So we appreciate you joining us. Um, in, in just in terms of pretty basic question, in terms of a judge, you mentioned Judge Crane. And I'm just going to use one, and it doesn't matter the case here, but it was the Lindley Rennick murder trial that I covered in, in December of 2021. High profile murder case, and obviously the, the case itself we're not focused on, but court TV was there, 48 hours was there, uh, 60 minutes, I mean, you name it, NBC's Dateline was there. They were all there. So we have some cases like that that gets literally huge national attention. Many others, though, as you know, Jesus, don't get very much attention at all. Just in general, your just impression, what what you'd like to do, a couple of aims if you're elected to judge is in, in Boone County to replace him. Well, I think that I think the main thing that people have to remember is, you know, even though judges like in this race, we run as Republicans or Democrats, you know, ultimately our obligation and, and go back and if you ever had a chance, go to the Missouri Supreme Court building and etched in stone in Latin is the phrase uh, to declare the law, not to make it, you know, legislators and other political actors, you know, they get to decide policies and they get to decide what should be the law. But a judge's role at the end of the day is to make sure that your life and your livelihood uh, is made on an unbiased, those decisions are made based on unbiased decisions, uh, based on unbiased applications of the Constitution, based on unbiased applications of the law. And our job at the end of the day is to make sure that you have a right to be heard, uh, that you have an opportunity to be heard, and that justice is served. And so with any case, whether it's you know, a high-profile case like that, whether to let cameras in the courtroom or, you know, something else. you got to balance all kinds of factors, but it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. And that's what judges have to do, is you have to look at the facts, you have to apply, the, you have to apply the, law, the facts to the law, and you have to do so uh, without prejudice, without bias. Uh, and you have to do it for every single individual, regardless of their socioeconomic status, regardless of their circumstances. Uh, whether you're the flesh-and-blood little guy or the Fortune 500 company, Due process applies equally to both of you, and a judge's job at the end of the day is to make sure that you've had your day in court. And that's what I didn't do at the end of the day. Hey, Zeus, you got to get elected. So what are you planning? What, you, what are you planning for your campaign to look like? How are you going to go about this? Well, so, uh, you know, and Stephanie may have mentioned this at the beginning of the program, but the, the 13th Judicial Circuit, which is the, the circuit I'm running for Division Three, uh, it does comprise not only of Boone County, but also Callaway County. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is going to be an old-fashioned, you know, grassroots campaign. We're going to be out there knocking doors. We're going to be out there going to all the different, you know, uh, Lincoln Day events and all the other uh, events that uh, we'll get invited to, uh, whether it's in Rochefort or Ashland or Fulton or New Bloomfield. Uh, we're going to be out there just meeting people and introducing them to me. Uh, you know, it's funny because, again, a lot of these folks who I've spoken to in the past was – uh, in a capacity where I was serving, you know, them as deputy attorney general, it was serving them, you know, uh, in some other capacity. So at some point we've met, um, but 
not like this, where I'm actually at their doorstep asking them to come and vote for me and, and come out and vote uh, at the primary and also at the general election next year. Uh, so, no, we're, we're going to be going up to all the events, all the parades. Uh, my kids will have a great time, I'm, I'm sure, with the uh, with the parades, you know, going out there and meeting folks. Uh, you know, you can't you can't resist them because they're, <laughs> they're really cute, especially in their campaign T-shirts and everything. So, uh, you know, we're, we're very much looking forward to getting out there in the community, introducing ourselves uh, and just, uh, persuading the voters that uh, we're the best choice next year uh, for this seat. You're probably going to have some type of media campaign sooner or later. What kind of uh, what kind of money does it take nowadays? And you, what are you thinking you're going to have to raise and spend to win a seat like this? You know, I, if, you, if you look at some of the past uh, circuit judge races, whether it's Judge Devine or Judge Jacobs, uh, or you can use the extreme example like Judge Harris here, I think even still has about you know 127 grand in his uh, his campaign account or something. I think it just it depends. Uh, it is a pres- it is a presidential year, so it's going to be a, a little bit of a challenge to try to get some media buys, especially for a, a local race like this. Um, but you know we're up for it. Uh, we uh, have already been uh, making some strides from people and and getting commitments, and also uh, have had some uh, contributions come in as well. Anybody can access our. Uh, public filings on the Missouri Ethics Commission website. But, you know, it's kind of hard to tell, but I've heard the number at about a hundred grand or so, you know, for a race like this, I don't know if that goes up a little bit more because it is a presidential year. Um, But I think we're just going to have to see what happens. Uh, And in terms of how much, you know, airtime there is, uh, it's kind of funny, but when I was on the other end as a voter, I'm like, oh man, I can't, (laughs) I don't want to watch another uh, political ad or another campaign ad. And now I'm like, well, now I want to buy all the campaigns and I want to start, you know, advertising everybody. So it is kind of a different shift in mentality. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. But I have heard the numbers about $100,000 or so uh, for a race like this. And certainly that's, that's what's been the practice in the past uh, for the last two races. Now, you talked a little bit about your experience in the attorney general's office. But is there one or two particular cases that you kind of see as a highlight or something that you took away from those cases that you that you think position you well to be a judge? Sure. Uh, well, you know, it's, I, I, I got asked a similar question recently, and they said, well, what's your experience? And I go, well, my experience pretty much varies. You know, last year I was arguing at the U.S. Supreme Court against the president of the United States, and last week I was defending a client on a routine traffic ticket uh, and everything else in between, I suppose. No, I, you know, I think, I think the big one, obviously, the highlight of my career has been um, – having the opportunity to represent uh, the Missourians and all of our rural hospitals, you know, from Scotland County to, you know, Macon or what have you. Uh, we, we, um, we had a big case uh, where the president of the United States had um, rolled out some uh, mandates uh, during the COVID-19 um, pandemic uh, that we, uh, General Schmidt had challenged at the time. So there was the, uh, an agency called OSHA had put out their own uh, regulation on that front. You had CMS, which is Medicaid and Medicare. They put out their own uh, regulation as well. And uh, at the time, I was the lead attorney, and I got a nationwide injunction uh, against, uh, not nationwide, it was 10 states that were enjoined at the time, but uh, against the CMS uh, mandate. So it was a vaccine mandate that was enjoined by a federal judge in St. Louis. And that went all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and I got to argue uh, at the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, And on the other side was uh, President Biden and his uh, Department of Justice. Uh, So it was a remarkable experience to actually get questions from, you know, Justice Thomas and Chief Justice Roberts and uh, Justice Barrett and whatnot. And it was kind of unusual because, again, it was during COVID and, 
you know, Justice Sotomayor was up in her chambers, you know, uh, she wasn't taking questions from the bench and whatnot because of the pandemic. Um, but it was just a remarkable experience because I got to show up there. And I think it's the first time and maybe the only time that uh, Memphis, Missouri has actually been mentioned in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, <laughs> and I got to tell them what what it was like and what impact you know, the Medicare funding and the Medicaid funding being deprived was going to affect on these communities, how it was going to affect them down the road. Uh, so that was a huge highlight of my career, something, you know, Stephanie knows this, but I think most lawyers go their entire careers, their entire lives without arguing from the U.S. Supreme Court. It's kind of like winning the lottery. And for Attorney General Schmidt to confide in me and to have that confidence in me to go do that, and I tell people it was four days before the argument that I got the, I got the, I got the nod to go do it. Um, it was a very short turnaround time. Most people have six months to prepare for this kind of arguments, but I did it in four days, and it was a tremendous experience and uh, something that uh, I'll never forget. Certainly. Well, we appreciate you joining us, Jesus, and of course we'll be monitoring your election as it goes along. Anything else you want the listeners to know about you this morning before we let you go? Um, no, I, I think I think overall thank you for the opportunity to uh to let me speak on your show, uh, and I very much look forward to meeting uh, all the voters in Boone and Callaway County and persuade them why I should be their choice for circuit judge next year. Thanks so much, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. I think he brings up a very good point. Um, maybe the most important point that uh, the councilor brought up is that Callaway County is part of this circuit because it we you know we sometimes forget that, but they are. And Judge Crane spends uh, at least one, maybe two days a week. Depends on cases. Might be more than that if there's a trial. But he's in fun. Judge Harris and everybody as well. Um, that was that was very interesting. Rare. I I I'd venture to say Stephanie, and I don't know. You're an you're an attorney. How many people in mid-Missouri have argued before the U.S. Supreme Court? I, I wouldn't think there'd be that many. Maybe a handful. Well, I, I, I mean, think we could count them on one hand. I, I'm just thinking maybe D. John Sauer would be one if he's, I assume he's still in the area, but but uh, Jesus, there they're not that many. So uh, there are that, not. That was uh, that was a that was a good interview. And uh, Stephanie Morrill has also indicated she is going to to run for that. So so we'll see. Um, One's a Republican. Did we mention that? Jesus is a Republican. A Republican. And Stephanie's a Democrat. She's a Democrat. And, and Callaway County is important. I mean, we talk about that yeah. in Boone County, but Boone County actually has quite a few uh, what you would say Republican or conservative sure. judges. Um, but having that Callaway County, we know like for Caleb Rowden, you know, and and for you know the Stephen. Now we think Stephen Weber's going to get it. And once it's confined to Boone, it is really hard for you know a conservative to get elected when it's just Boone. Um, so it'll be an interesting race coming up. He said he'd be going to New Bloomfield, and I think he said uh, Kingdom City as well, so no doubt. Alright, well, coming up next, we are going to have leftovers. There's a couple of things sitting in the fridge that we haven't gotten to, and we are going to then wrap things up before the Gary Nolan Show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. What if you could have all the money you want? What would you do with that money? Have you ever heard this saying? A penny saved is a penny earned. 